20 plus years of selling Johnson and Johnson. I started out as a baby face monster. No wonder it's diaper rash on my conscience. My teeth and ring was numb by that nonsense. Gym star, razor, and a dinner plate. Arm and hammer and a mason jar. That's my dinner date. Then cracked the window in the kitchen, let it ventilate. Cause I let it sizzle on the stove like a minute steak. Nigga, I was cracking the school zone. Two beepers on me, start a jacket that was two-tone. Four lockers, four different bitches got their mule on. Black Ferris Bueller cutting school with Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World Presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? Who was that that was playing? Pusha T. Come on. Uh, that's better than you normally choose. <laughs> you know what the thing is? People start to say that's starting to become a thing. I play my music and you just bash it. Cut it out, man. <laughs> I play stuff that I won't bash. You know, you, you know what you're doing. I, I have no earthly idea what I'm doing. I don't know. But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes, we are back. We are doing uh, 2009's Black Dynamite. All I can say is, it's been a while since I watched it, and I watched it twice. And man, oh my! I had the time of my life while watching that movie. Uh, I just forgot how funny it was, and how everybody in the whole cast were just like, "Okay, I'm in." It wasn't really like a wink nod at the camera, but they everybody knew what to do. Like the movie was just perfect because it was basically a, uh, a black exploitation movie done in 2009. If you ever seen any of those black exportation movies, you uh, you know what you're getting into. And I know some people who are kind of mis- with mistakes included on purpose. Oh yeah, stunt people, uh, characters changing <laughs> mid movie. The boom mic, how they how they read the words instead of saying the words, they just read the script. How cars change colors and models, using stuff over and over again. Yeah, it's a black it's a black exploitation movie done by people who enjoy it. And it's just a love letter to like the seventies. And it's just it's you know the hard thing about doing this movie is so much stuff that, ha- that happens. It's hard to keep everything in track. You know the movie's only eighty four minutes. Yeah, it's short, and it felt a lot. It felt like it's a two hour movie because there's a lot going on. Yeah, once you get to, I think that second act is kind of like, yeah, it's extended. So yeah, I got yeah, I feel what you're saying. I mean, but still, like an hour, hour and twenty minutes. Like it's probably the shortest movie we've done beside what Mortal Kombat: Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and because I think even like Street Fighter, that was like long, the anime long. is longer than this. I yeah. think Ninja Scrolls longer than this. Yeah, this was very short, but it felt long, but it was just enjoyable. And uh, yeah, like you say, it was like a love letter, basically a love letter. And, I mean, and all the black stars that are, that are that cameoed in the movie, you know, just had little roles, which is insane. Every it seemed like they was like, "You want to be my movie?" Sure. All right. <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> What's it about? Like, I, I forgot some of the people that was in this movie. I forgot Brian McKnight was in this. Yeah, that's the one. That I, I forgot. Bo- I forgot Bokeem Woodbine was in this. 
I forgot Arsenio Hall was in it. I remember Arsenio Hall. Um, I forgot John Sally. I forgot Nicole Alry Parker. There's like a whole bunch of people I forgot. Like I remember Tommy Davidson. Uh, of course, I remember Sally Richardson. <sighs> Kim Whitley. Like you can't forget her. Oh, this is just kind of like what's the best way to describe her? A raunchier J.K. Her- J.K. Harry. Yeah, yeah, that works. Because I know it was a time I used to get them confused. All right, wait a minute. Is that just, no, that's. <laughs> no. It'd be a light-skinned, big, buxom black woman that got a little sass. That's a little wrong. Because it's kind of like, you know, Kim Whitley. What's the, the one thing come to your mind? Next Friday. Out of all the stuff she's done. Next Friday. <laughs> that's number one with a bullet. So, and Michael Jai White, we've talked about it. I know he's probably comfortable doing what he does. I still feel he should be a bigger star than what he is. Shit, tell us ass to get off YouTube talking to Vlad and <laughs> I mean, because keep him think all this way. Cause we talk about the same thing. What's how many people are martial experts that's also funny? Not too many. Like Jason Statham. And his is more dry. That yeah, dry but, but he, but I've seen him. Like I remember seeing. But the funny thing about Jason Statham is, he started off doing more comedic roles, like all those guy Richie movies before, like before he even did the transfer. Like he was more known more for like comedy first, and it's like, oh, he can do action, and then it surprised people when he did Spy. I'm like, no, Jason Statham is like naturally funny. He got dry humor. He can laugh at himself, and like we talked about, we did Hobbs and Shaw. Like one thing that stood out about that is like. How funny he is, and Michael Jai White is is extremely funny, and he can laugh at himself, and he looks the way he looks. Yeah, yeah, that and too. he's like a world trained martial artist, and I'm kind of like, you got this, and this kind of like half the time he's stuck on like Netflix. Or oh, Tyler Perry. Or oh, Tyler Perry, like you know, he got a lot of money doing Tyler Perry movies and that Tyler Perry show, and um, what's the Undisputed Two. He basically yeah. took Ving Rain's spot. But, you know, maybe it's a thing of he's comfortable in the position that he's in, you know, as far as his career. Like, I like doing these, you know, here and there movies, not, you know. I don't know. It just, you would think, like you say, he would be a bigger star, especially in the black community, black household. He, he just don't do that. Because it's like he did the Tyson biography. Then he was Spawn. Um, then he was in um, the Steven Seagal DMX movie playing one of the villains and then it's kind of like why did I get married mm-hmm. and like blood and bone and then like black dynamite and then why did I get married too <laughs> why did I get married too and then like the TV show and like he pops up like here and there like he's always working um, so I give him credit for that so you get a check you get a check but no you can't do this movie without him and I couldn't think of anybody else that can like not just do the humor Cause it's dry humor sometimes, and it's ridiculous humor other times. Like he's all over the spectrum, and it all fit. Yeah, because you could tell they were they were pulling from a lot of move, you know, different movies, particular movies at that, that. Like you know, you know, they had uh, Superfly lines in there, and you know, a bunch of Rudy Rudy Ray Moore lines in there. It was, they were pulling from a lot of, lot of things from the seventies. So, and question: Is he a pimp? Ah. Think he dabbles in it, at least. Cause I'm trying to figure out what he does. I'm like, okay, 
when he's not busy practicing his kung fu, he's getting money from people by hook or by crook, and he's saving people from you know. Because I thought I, I, euphoria from Crenshaw Pete. <laughs> I mean, he had a, a roster full of girls that were being trained in karate, so I figured those would his stable. But you know, he had them being able to defend this, uh, defend themselves. Just a man of the people. <laughs> He really is. Uh, so, yeah, we can get into uh, the synopsis of the movie. What is that? Black Dynamite, man of the people, avenges his brother's death and gets caught up in this conspiracy to bring down the black man that goes all the way to the top. Uh, yeah, this clean is the point. Another thing, if you ever wanted to see two examples of movies that just get it, this and Undercover Brother are them. Like, they can go hand in hand with each other because it's like, yeah, they got it. They totally understand what they're doing. And it's funny, like, you can watch them together. Like, they have different vibes. It's kind of like, you know, similar movies. Like, yeah. you know, but one is black exploitation set in the 70s, just done now. And the other one is black exploitation set in the present. Yeah. It's still working, even though people kind of make it like Undercover Brothers funny because everybody trying to make fun of him, but he's still cool. Yeah, he's still cool. It's like uh, he's out of, you know, the man out of, you know, in the wrong time, but we making this work. Everybody cracking jokes, but it's like, he still work. Yeah. You got enough confidence, people will follow you. And this is kind of like, he could easily play, you know, I'm just cool all the time. I never show any weakness, but (laughs) he is ridiculous half the movie. Like, he do a lot of silly shit to make himself look bad. But since he he carries himself so cool, it just adds to it. Yeah. It makes the movie not be boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Let's just go ahead and jump into the movie because it's pretty short. So. Yeah. First, before we get any good black movie, I have a sponsor, Anaconda Malt Liquor. <laughs> the only malt liquor sponsored by the United States government. Oh, boy. You going you to sing the song? Absolutely not. Looking at the camera, he <laughs> and it's funny. Like I remember when I first saw this, like because I didn't see the movie theater. It was only out for two weeks. I got it on Blu-ray, and I remember when I seen first hit. I probably rewinded, rewatched that scene like four or five times because it's like the acting so stilted. They like Trump, but they look like they like trying to make sure they read the cue cards. And then he starts singing, and you get that little guitar riff, and he's like, "Yeah, I hit that, cut the check." <laughs> he's like the most proud, the proudest man in Harlem doing that commercial. See, and you, you rewinded that. I rewinded the scene after this numerous times. Yeah, and the funny thing about this is, you think about that, like, okay, they make a fun of commercials. No, Anaconda Malt Liquor plays a serious part in the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you you wouldn't expect it, but then when you see everything line up, ah, okay, yeah, it does make sense. So it starts off with an <laughs> under... <laughs> oh, my God. Black Dynamite's brother, Jimmy. Making fun of, like, it's a... And it's a funny thing, because it works on multiple levels. One is, oh, you know, black exploitation legacy they get british or shakespearean actors sometimes to play in these black exploitation movies two what was samuel jackson complaining about all these brits coming stealing our shit and, and i got they got 
great values to Willie Oja for. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I have to get back to the streets. <laughs> and it's so fake. And it's so like, I, I am no snitch. <laughs> we didn't say you were a snitch. <laughs> and, and just lit him up like four or five times. And the dude go over there tomorrow. He's dead. I've seen him in some before. Oh, I know what it was. Nanny, we are actually talking. The old, uh, he used to always uh, pop up in those old um, good times. Sanford and Son. One of the, some of them shows like that he used to pop up in. That's Aaron Vaughn is his name. There you go. And I, I, and the funny thing is, at first, like, is that, I thought that was Chihuahua the older Edge of Four for a second. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Thinking him as a cameo, is he making fun of himself? Because that voice sounds like somebody trying to do an impersonation of him. Are you talking about mine? I have to get back to the streets. I have to get back to the streets. Y'all tell you jive turkeys right now. I am no snitch. I'm like, boy. Oh, shit. Like when you want to make fun of white people trying to sound black, that's the voice they use. So anyway, he's he's dead. They kill him, and then, you know, police come. They know it's hell to play. You know, tomorrow, you know who that is? You know who brother that is? It's going to be trouble. Trouble's going to be coming, coming, coming. <laughs> what do you see? Black Dynamite knocking down three women at the same time. Three porn stars. And, and it's a fourth one in here, too, but that's the it's, first three. It's like five of them in here. Yeah, uh, I, I appreciated that, too, that they, uh, yeah, salute to the porn stars. He out there doing his old Dolomite impersonation. He had a black diamond. <laughs> he doing push-ups. Yeah. Uh, that scene was funny because as the, uh, I guess, the chief was talking and talking about, you know what's going to happen, I thought they used the stock footage. Just great. I know some of, all of it won't stock footage. They made it look like stock footage. They actually did stuff. But a lot of it was stock footage, too. I was like, yeah, I thought that was cool the way they did. And you end up seeing most of those scenes throughout the movie yeah <laughs> you just don't realize it until oh <laughs> I, I noticed that the second time i watched it today so you introduce the black dynamite he's in bed it's three women at the top and then two at the bottom <laughs> are you gonna stay you go you're gonna wake up the other bitches <laughs> something he's saying yeah he said hey, hey, be quiet baby you're gonna wake up the other bitches and it's like other ones because you see the three that he's in bed with, and then you see two at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And he just getting there, and you still don't know what he does. Like, <laughs> we never I really mean, do. You just, you just see it get dressed. He got you know Cadillac, the, the young blood, the young blood priest Cadillac, mm-hmm. and he riding to get his money from somebody. And this is when you text me, <laughs> <laughs> yo. I forgot all about that shit. I just couldn't stop laughing. So he went there, you know, such and such home, trying to get his money. Oh. And she went over up the door. And what black <laughs> black might do? He hit all three kick buttons. He super kicked the door. She went flying. That man super kicked the old black woman through a door. <laughs> And did she go to the wall? No, the, 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 I guess the son or whoever the guy was supposed to be did. And not only did she she get kicked, they playing the theme music while she get kicked. 
And then the dude try to run somewhere. He try to put his hands up. Black Dynamite proceeds to kick him through a wall. No, he can't right. run out with that bat. He said, you looking for me, Black Dynamite? <laughs> he had the bat. He tried. He knew he had to get a bat. But the I was laughing because it reminded me of Dead Presidents. Oh, shit. When Keith David was fighting the old dude that owed his money, his, and his wife came out, oh, you got more heart than your old man. And he was <laughs> a punch her in the face. Oh, shit. Now they'll keep It's like, you don't laugh. You're not supposed to laugh at man or woman violence. No, no. no but was... they play it so cartoon, cartoonishly, and it happens. It happens again. It happens even funnier at the end of the movie. But, you know, it's kind of like they play it for laughs, so you don't really take it seriously. So it's like, all right, so Black Dynamite got his money, so I guess he a pimp or something. See, and... I, think he, I think he was because I think... Uh... Kim Whitley was his bottom bitch. I think that's the way they kind of played it out. Me, honeybee? Yeah, honeybee. <laughs> Black Dynamite. He OD. <laughs> uh, good Lord. Yeah, so no, Kim Whitley's playing his, you know, the leader of his harem because she out there got, I got the girls training Kung Fu, but Black Dynamite. What was the little name? Billy Tommy? Some shit like that. Yeah, he LD. Don't worry about honey. I get all this. And the way she looking at the camera, like she blinking her eyes and just making this face like she waiting for them to say cut. Yeah. And then <laughs> they cut back to her. She has tears in her eyes. Go away. Cut back again. The tear gone. Go away. Come back. The tear. <laughs> the tear is there again. <laughs> so he's up here trying to clean the streets. When he not beating up people on his money, or or when he not training his kung fu. Oh, don't don't call him when he's doing his kung fu. Uh huh. Cause he loves seeing they playing the NFL films music, <laughs> <laughs> and he out here training, beating the beating the piss out these four <laughs> little stunt dummies. Every time they went left, he would just pop up. And every time they went right, he would just pop up. They ain't want no smoke. trouble hanging up which was the funny part because she kept on talking yeah so he basically finds out his brother died then he gonna you know find out what's going on he finds this big cell casing so it's like oh some serious shit right here must be government issue and later on he gets recruited by O'Leary my man from Sons of Anarchy my man from personal interest (laughs) Kevin Chapman and it's like he going in there, and it's a bear with like nunchucks. Yeah, was it nunchucks? It was like a bear with like a hat. No, he had the nunchucks hanging on like on the bear. It's like they had the bear have a hat or like a robe on. I don't know some silly shit he did to the damn bear. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the same trick he pulled in there. <laughs> you should know. I'm surprised you survived Nam. So anyway, they having war stories. Some about oh, remember in Nam, and I ain't going back in there. And I remember when I killed this little Chinese. This it's funny. He did this whole story about this little Chinese boy that didn't have any legs, got blown off during Vietnam. <laughs> and he says some shit, and I don't know what it says. Some some kung fu funny shit. But I could see through his eyes. He was asking me a question. 
and something in his little Chinese eyes. I just couldn't figure out what he was trying to say, but I could feel it. And I'm like, why would he ain't Chinese? He's in Vietnam. What are we talking about? And this shit go off like two minutes. You said, why black dynamite? Why? So anyway, so, he rec- <laughs> so he's recruiting him in to investigate what happened with Jimmy and he gave him his license to kill license back. So apparently Black Diamond used to be not only a veteran, but in the CIA. Yeah. And then he left to go pimp. It, allegedly, because we don't oh. know, but it just seems like that's what he was doing. So he's trying to investigate what's going on and this investigation take him to a whole lot of places. Because first, he got talked to his man, Bullhorn. And I'm surprised we did we talked this long without talking about the MVP of the movie. Bullhorn? Bullhorn. Oh, my goodness. If if that wasn't someone who enjoyed Rudy Ray Moore's Dolomite, I don't know what was. Because he had it down pat. Black Dynamite, you come with some sass? <laughs> Why don't you put that bear down so we get some ass? <laughs> Uh, I think uh, what's his name Brian what's Brian, name? Yeah. Mintz. Brian Mintz he co-wrote yeah. the movie with Michael Jai White he also was in the cartoon and it's like if he like it seemed like him and Michael Jai White were like the soul of the movie yeah and every time Bullhorn just came out just start smile just start smiling <laughs> Black Dynamite no before even he introduced Black Dynamite some waitress come out oh can I get you something yeah give me some of that ass <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, he was, he was pretty much to the point. <laughs> and a flapjack or something. He said, "He's like black diamond. Oh, you want something to eat? Little girl put an ankle in it. Hog <laughs> balls, pig feet. Such a treat." Nah, something. man, I ain't come to eat. <laughs> I heard about your little. I heard about your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question, because they did do shit like this in those old older movies. Wouldn't that be the first thing you said? Yeah. You want some hog balls? <laughs> nah, I ain't hungry. Oh, yeah, your brother died. My bad. Don't you leave with, sorry about your brother. Not offer some bad pig feet first. <laughs> yeah, man. Sorry about your brother. <laughs> Damn, you say that first. Bread? Yeah, <laughs> you, you have to play. Oh, yeah, brother died. <laughs> oh. <sighs> yeah. Black masculine toxicity right there. Oh, shit. Eat away the pain. So he basically trying to, you know, investigate. Because at first he thinking, you know, his brother was like in a drug deal, go, you know, gone wrong, got killed by the mob. And you eventually find out that he was undercover working for the CIA. Mm-hmm. Trying to investigate what's ever going on with this drug from this mob boss who wants black dynamite. He killing all my best dealers. I want Black Dynamite dead. <laughs> Great Danny Ayala. <laughs> Everybody got to work. So, <laughs> first, you investigate and you eventually get to Tommy Davidson. Cream corn. <laughs> hey, Tommy, cream corn. I'm up in this place in these streets. Tommy Davidson. Like, I don't know. Okay. And I've I've seen interviews with him lately, so I kind of know what happened. But man, somebody who just felt like just went away, and you was like, "Damn, and David Allen Greer." It just came back. He was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I'm 
thing? Look, it's Lorenz Tate All-Stars. Yeah. Because I'm like, on a side note, imagine watching Power, like the last seasons of Power. You see Lorenz Tate looking exactly the same, acting, got all that energy. It's like, wow, this guy's star. It's like, where he been? Like, Lorenz Tate vanished. Didn't do jail time. Wasn't no car accident. He just vanished. And then came back like he ain't missed time. I see he got a um a TV one thing coming on. And he said, I know he was the little clips of it, he's like, Yeah, this happened and it just knocked me out. Like I ain't want to do nothing. So the, I, I saw the little clip I saw, so I'm wondering if okay. he might talk about it on air. Well, that makes sense. So, cause you wonder what happened. So anyway, you see Tommy Davidson getting his hair done <laughs> and Black Dynamite shows up and they have this street chase. And like, okay. You know what Tommy Davidson looks like. You know what Michael Jai White looks like. <laughs> um, this chase that lasts like four seconds. Not to the point where they're jumping over roofs together. <laughs> you caught that too. I was like, oh, they just jumped together. Mm-hmm. Or on top of that, this scene was four seconds, but in different locations. <laughs> I'm like, they're, yeah, they're really yeah, fast. Yeah, like 25 jump cuts. <laughs> like, like it was like it was taken. Like he's trying to hide Liam Neeson trying to jump a fence. <laughs> so he eventually, you know, finds out, oh, such and says, I know that black dad in my yard, I tell you Chicago win. That's who you need to get to. And here comes one of my funniest scenes in the movie. So he shows up and the Chicago win with Kelsey Williamson, Bubba <laughs> Gump, like nine deep. <laughs> Corn, you dirt like basically cream corn set, set him up. up. He thought yeah. it's gonna be by himself. Like, oh, Chicago win. I presume you presume correctly. Yeah, no. <laughs> must be black dynamite. So, kill. Heard you kill my brother. I ain't kill your brother. I wish I would though. Yeah, he was talking. Okay. Man, he was talking greasy. I would, I would enjoy it too, but I ain't do it. He throwing the bully like, oh, some serious shit. But let me tell you something. Super nigga. <laughs> and I laughed so hard when he said that. So I don't answer questions. I ask him. Get your black ass out of my joint. Look, look. And then the side dude was saying he wanted to talk some trash too. Yeah, you better go somewhere. <laughs> Good Lord. So, of course, Black Dynamite changed the sign from open to close. Throw the dudes out the window. And then bust out his company. And here's the thing. For the most part, there's only like two people that can hang with Black Dynamite fighting. And you ain't seen them like Act 3. You ain't seen them here. So Black Dynamite proceeds to just beat the brakes off all these people. Because you're like, oh yeah, Michael Jai White knows martial arts for real. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of like. He's on, and you know the funny thing is? He's good, but he's not too good. Yeah, because he still make it look like it looked. It would look in the seventies. Yeah, it's time. It's time appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he out here fighting like he Donnie Yen because <laughs> Jim Kelly wasn't doing that back in the seventies. Oh shit! And then Cream and then Bullhorn show up. Don't worry, Black Dynamite. I got this man. He's corn fed with a bunch of muscle mass. <laughs> but Bullhorn about to get in that ass. <laughs> And then he start fighting, and then he slapped by accident. Motherfucker! 
they cut it. They just skipped it. They cut and start filming, and he proceeds to fight, and this is one of the ugliest fights scenes. He don't even hit him. He swing three times, do a spin kick, missed by like four feet. Did you notice that when they cut and came back, it was a different dude standing there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, man, this shit is wild. So anyway, in the car chase, <laughs> his car chase is hilarious. That's why they call me Chicago Wind, because <laughs> I'm in the breeze. He made a U-turn, leave him, and, these, and then <laughs> the car somehow falls off a cliff, and it's a different car. Because <laughs> he was driving a red car, and also you see a gray car blowing up in midair. It ain't even hit yet. <laughs> that long extended screen. A missile hit it? <laughs> Like you see the car drives off the cliff and then explodes and then hits the ground. I'm like, vision must vision must have did something. We didn't see it. <laughs> oh shit. So meanwhile, we get introduced to one of the other main characters, Miss Sally Richardson. Mm-hmm. Our, yeah, our girl Sally Richardson. We wonder what happened to her. Cause it's like, this is when we came out in 2009? Yeah. What year Posse come out? Not shit. When did that come out? What year did Low Down Dirty Shane come out? 95, 94. So this is 14 years later. And now Sally Richardson is like, now she's just a mature, you know, she's still Sally Richardson, but she playing, she ain't playing heartthrob Sally Richardson. She's playing mature woman. It's kind of like yeah, 14 years. She playing woke. <laughs> woke. Woke Sally Richardson. Pop- Power to the people with these politicians out here telling lies, corporate, blah, blah, blah. And Posse's like, watch me turn this shit around. <laughs> and then proceed to do a whole bunch of Dr. Seuss, Mother Goose stuff. We got to go to the polls and get rid of the hoes. <laughs> we got, you know, he just basically doing everything. All politicians have a slogan, just having them sing. And he know he got it. And she just rolling her eyes and black down right there. Look here, sister. You gotta work, you gotta work on your delivery trying to pass this message. Oh, you one of those brothers that's just handsome, just be knocking down women, anything like that. Well, you think I'm handsome. Mm-hmm. She all flustered and shit. Uh, uh, no, I, I, uh. <laughs> she don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just stand here smiling, like you see me standing here. What's the smiling? I am smiling. <laughs> so you playing all cool. It's like it's funny where they got this romantic but like cute romantic chemistry. Uh cute? I thought it was kind of goofy. No, cute and that's why I say cute. Cause it's like it's they end up yeah, they end up, you know, having sex, but like you get to there because you know it's some Peaks and valleys, so to speak. Yeah. Some of the peaks, they out there playing, playing outside in the grass, and he doing poses, and she like, I don't know what they were trying to do. Like, I know, I know exactly what that was. I don't know if you ever remember those, like, uh, those little scenes they were doing the uh, black exploitation movies in the seventies, but it was supposed to be like, you move to the left, I move to the left, and the camera's supposed to be moving with you. She was doing it. The camera was doing it. Black Dynamite was like, fuck this shit. I'm not doing this. <laughs> so that's some of the highs. Some of the lows like, oh, little, oh, little kids. Yeah, I thought daddy, my daddy named Black. Like, what's your name? Black Dynamite. Oh, yeah. 
My mama said, my daddy named Black Dynamite. So did my mama. <laughs> oh, shut up, little girl. Uh, everybody got their name. Named Black Dynamite. <laughs> and she kind of looking like looking at the kids and looking at him like uh, I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, we're just gonna go ahead and go. <laughs> <sighs> so they go back to the whorehouse. Like, oh, she gonna stay here? We out here training, and they 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 good on their kung fu and everything. And then he's talking about something tomorrow. No matter what happens, you're under protection of something. And then before it's like, yeah, Black Dynamite protect you. Heard that line before. Some, she said something. Some. Like, like it ain't the first time he says, oh, before I knew who that was saying for me, said, you still talking that shit. Don't make, don't make me take you back to Crenshaw Pete with the hot iron, the, the hot anger. You like that? She about to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> he just snapped out of nowhere. Yeah. Because, you know, he said orphans. They talking about, oh, yeah, the orphans. Orphans, and then you remember he was an orphan. He's like, it's one thing I can't I, like. He's selling cracks to orphans because orphans, you know, they don't have no parents. <laughs> yes. What did That's he say? Orphans. Did he say he was an orphan? Yes. But he had a mama too, right? They flashed back when he was an orphan. They was making fun of him when he was like eleven years old. He was beating people up. Him and his brother, yeah. Well, like, hey, I an orphan with a mama. <laughs> She rolled in her grave down the street. Wait a minute. I'm just figuring it out talking to you. I'm like, wait a minute. He had a mama. He 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 an orphan with a mama. (laughs) There ain't no damn orphan. Spider-Man's an orphan. Oh, my God. He had a deadbeat mom. (laughs) Why did I just figure that out? Pursuit of happiness. Like, Jane Smith was no orphan because his mama left. Yo. <laughs> this movie just wild and they even add that to I'm it. I'm going cigarette she be back. One of those shit. Okay. Uh, oh, and he out here, the little kid hitting his veins. I we call him a straight black dynamite. I sling some of these bitches out here for you. We make some bread. I need to, I want to shake this man. <laughs> you drunk adult little orphan. Black dynamite. We've tried that. You've tried what? Shaking them to death? Shaking them. Shit out of give these baby sits. Uh. <laughs> oh, this is insane. So while they still trying to investigate the bullet, they run to the black militants. Militant turns startled. <laughs> Wait a minute, Cream Corn ain't jumping in yet? Or was that after this? No, he's not part of the team yet. All right. So he already, you know, he'll come in later. Because, you know how people are like, yeah, who's in charge? Sarcastically, I'm in charge. Oh, Man, shit. just read the script, not saying I'm in charge sarcastically, literally saying, sarcastically, I'm in charge. <laughs> and you know, the first time I watched the movie, I caught the militant turn startled, but I didn't catch the second one. Yeah, I think and I caught it the second time. They caught that. I like this shit's hilarious. Yeah, I caught it the like, second time. Oh, who's this man? He a pig. He worked for the man. And then he come in. Over, part of the um, black militants. But this they actually doing something. Talking about, yeah, I know like this. This government round right here. Some serious shit. And who got the gu- Who had a government round? Who would know? O'Leary. Mm-hmm. That's when you realize Jimmy was not just selling drugs. 
He was working undercover. Following his brother footsteps. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. So meanwhile, more investigation. Yeah, we jumping around because a lot of shit that happens in this movie. Cause we just forgot the whole thing when they had Roscoe's chicken and waffles, but they ain't chicken and waffles yet. Oh, what the fuck? Like chili and donuts. Yeah. Who the fucking chili and donuts? <laughs> yeah, you know, chili and donuts just I don't think it was working out. <laughs> Gotta try something new. So while they're in there, realizes a donut there. Look a little suspicious. Get shot. How'd you know? Don't know, don't wear gators. He was on his <laughs> They have a shootout. And the dude get out the car, don't put the parking brake on. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had to get back in the car to stop the damn car. Yo, I was wondering, I was like, man, was that just, did that really happen or was that in the script? Because <laughs> the way it happened, it just the like. Answer, the answer is yes, because you would never know because it would fit the vibe of the movie. <laughs> And it's like, how those, you know, we leave accents in and make it look better. Yeah. Big budget movies have done that. Um, which Mission Impossible was it? Tom Cruise broke his ankle. I think the last one, matter of fact, he jumped, um, yeah, the last one he did. Because you see it, like, he was jumping over a roof. He laying wrong. You see him limping. And he just kept it in. Oh, he probably, like, he probably <laughs> wanted broke, that in there. And broke, like, I think he broke his foot, broke his ankle out six weeks. And you see, you actually see the scene when it happened, and they leave it in there because after it happened, he just limping for like a, a good three or four seconds. Mm-hmm. He was, like, I'll keep that in there. People are gonna love it. <laughs> like I said, dying for a craft. God bless him. <laughs> so eventually, they all working together: cream corn, bullhorn, the black militants, and the man gunsmoke. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're not gonna put it like that because before. Uh, I guess he's leaving one of the spots. Cream corn pop is trying. Cream corn is hiding in the bushes, but you see his hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, "What you want, man?" And then he's basically telling him, "You know, look, man, your brother looked out for me. I was supposed to be him with that night he died. Um, so I feel like I owe him one." So he's like, "Why should I trust you?" And that's what he was basically asking him. That's when he gave him the answer. Bullhorn. I don't know where the fuck he came from. <laughs> he was just like. <laughs> Yeah, man, everything's looking good. <laughs> I was like, you were following? Off panel. Did you Pop follow? His ass off panel. <laughs> were you following him? Or did what? Man, that man did a Memphis bleak and state property <laughs> when he just be walking away from a scene. Like, where he walking? <laughs> he, he just came. Yeah, man, things are looking good. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. And. We can't stop without talking about the meeting the pimps. Oh my God, that scene right there. Because how many people we got? Because first, keep in mind the first time before we even get there, they singing at a club like Nicole Ari Parker. I didn't recognize that was her. Mahogany Black. The first time I didn't, but the second time I did. Yeah, so she out there singing. And also, we got to take into account Black Dynamite when he was doing this whole mob. He gets shot. Yeah, and then that's when he go to the doctor. And you got your other porn star, baby cakes. Shout out to baby cakes. You are you are uh, um, a legend. Uh huh. We know you like them corn fed muscle mass chopped cheese. <laughs> 
So he out there like, oh, black dynamite. You stick this thermometer up in you. Take your temperature. Oh, black. The doctor like, black dynamite. Good heavens. Man, you can't bring no girl with no big titties in here. What you expect? Not sexual harassment, black dynamite. <laughs> Chill out, bro. <laughs> Boy, stuff it. that you can do in the seventies that will play a lot different in twenty twenty. Yeah, this movie, this movie wouldn't have made it. Yeah, I don't think it would have made it in twenty twenty. Yeah, what you expect with all them titties in your face? <laughs> um, the core on Black Dynamite. That's what we expect. Relax, brother. We know you can get it. You ain't got to do it here. So we got the we got the meat and the pimps, and we got a few of them in here. Oh my god, Brian McKnight, <laughs> Brian McKnight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, John Sally, Arsenio Hall, Cedric Yarborough, Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah, that was it's that. Talk about yeah, you know, pimps. They're spending more money getting bail money than tail money. They just <laughs> coming out on the track. I can't get my hair done. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> His hair was all fucked up. And then they start talking about how, you know, pimping is the oldest professional world and it's going to keep on going to the world getting knocked off its axis. When the Earth's core hardens, it breaks the electromagnetic field. Shout out to the mat. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, you know, pimps will read like two books in in jail. And they swear they Isaac Newton. It, but it, what was funny was he gave the line just like the blind dude, the blind pimp in uh, the back. He said it just like him till he added all that extra shit. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> no, this, this game, this pimping game, it's going to be going. It's been going since the edge of time. Cain killed Abel because Abel was on that pimping. <laughs> Some silly shit. They be like, yeah. like what? um, no, I read the Bible. It was not Abel. Abel was not on his <laughs> You know, I'm going to go look for what he actually said there when we finish. <laughs> they just be making shit up. And just, that's the whole thing. I call it Bray Wyatt syndrome. Oh, boy. You can say whatever you want if you flow good. And I yeah. can tell, I, you remember when Bray Wyatt first came to Wyatt family? He was cutting up pro. Like, oh, this is some good shit. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Gobbledygook. Yeah. He just got a good flow. Yeah, I, I think I think I was always kind of like, I was always like, I'm not sure if this is a good promo or not, but if y'all say so, I guess I'll go with it, but I don't know. He got a mask, this shit hot. <laughs> it sounded like nonsense, but people just liked it. Presentation. Yeah. And it was so much different, it was just presenting. It's like, yeah. Then after a while, it's like, oh, he keeps saying the same old shit over and over again. Just like pimps. That's where it worked. So Black Dynamite I show up like, all right, so I need y'all to stop selling drugs to the community. But Black Dynamite, <laughs> I sell drugs to the community. Uh, yeah, chocolate. Give us a name, Chocolate, chocolate Jitty. <laughs> that is absolutely my new day. <laughs> uh, it's a funny joke. I'm going to tell you off the air about this character. I always <laughs> laugh when I see it. But no, it's just hilarious. Like, why is Brian McKnight in this? Because he wanted to have fun. Yeah. Bokeem Whitbines is in there <laughs> with a, a jacked up wig. Who the fuck you supposed to be? <laughs> and everybody kind of like, yo, chill, that's Black Dynamite. Like, what the fuck are you doing right now? So, anyway, they kind of figure out, you know, we figure out where the next stash coming in. 
they break they got breaking a warehouse, but they need the acetylene torch. He's like, I know somebody who got it. My man Gunsmoke. Oh boy. R.I.P. <laughs> so yeah. he in there with the blowtorch. They go in, they break in. First warehouse, they find some cocaine. Then they connect the dude. I ain't telling you, Jigaboo's nothing. Oh yeah. Stop hitting me! Oh, oh God. You gonna kill me anyway? I won't tell you nothing. You damn jigs. Talking greasy. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, see, all you see is malt liquor. Then they trying to figure out what's going on. Like, why is this anaconda malt liquor in here? They try and get him to speak. So, got smoke hit him with a shot. <laughs> I'll tell you nothing. Operation Cocaine says Cocaine is going to set you niggas straight. You ain't going to be so big no more. Operation Cocaine is. Uh, I raise gold cans, gonna make take care of all you, set all you niggas down, and then he just freeze. Mm-hmm. What you give him? Mm-hmm. And then this, where you get the whole hotep barbershop logic. <laughs> I cold. I'm not even gonna go in all this stuff. They say it start with like the god of war in Greek. Let me tell you. Roman, it go reverse. It started off with bullshit. It ended where you should have started it, but Anderson got got to the answer. It was just insane the way they got to the answer. The Ram. And what's the Ram? Mars. Spell Mars backwards <laughs> to take the S. Ram. Aries right or Ram. And what else is like, you know, such and such the capital of this. And the yeah. Bullshit. If anyone who's been to a black barbershop just hears somebody <laughs> want to make their point and they go off at any tangent that reach around that point, yes. If you listen to Dr. U- I don't know why I say Dr. Umar because I'm a real doctor. Now, and this It's an insult. Anyone who listens to that clown Umar just kind of just throws some shit at the wall and he talking enough like, yeah, it makes some sense in a roundabout way. Gifts. Gifts. Donations. <laughs> Thank you for giving me 25 I wish you gave me 50, but you gave 25. You didn't have to give that. I appreciate it. It's insane. But, you know, if you listen to him, to each his own. So, they eventually get around where Cold Kansas tomorrow. Oh, Cold Kansas, the snake. And what's the other name of snake? Anaconda malt liquor. Give you that woo. Like what? <laughs> woo. Who else do the woo? Little Richard. What's another name for Little Richard? Dicks. And the kind of malt liquor gives you, and it all clicks. I don't know how, like, <laughs> we're not doing the scene justice because they talked about for like four minutes. Yeah, it was long. And I and I wish I wrote it down, but I probably was like, no, it's just a bunch of nonsense. And like I said, you've been a barber shop, you've heard black. I've heard some of the dumbest shit alive going to a barber shop because I've been going barber shop for a long time in black barber shop, and black people in barber shops they swear they are just experts on everything and that's what happened when you got a sixth grade education well you know um yeah the barbershops are a great experience especially black barbershops you just gotta know to not listen to the half of the bullshit in there you know Kobe Bryant he twice the man Michael Jordan right <laughs> I'm saying cause you know he averaged 45 points maybe he just be throwing up maybe he be making shit up that's the thing about you know one thing I noticed 
people don't talk about stats anymore in sports. You want to know why? Because you can easily look it up and prove somebody lying. So people don't. That's one thing I. That's one thing I realized. Because before it was, it took effort to remember like scoring averages and who won the MVP yeah. and this and that. And now most of people don't bring it up. Yeah, now their excuses or reasons are just some crazy, insane bullshit. You gotta win his soul. And can we retire? <laughs> I don't ever want to hear some guy working at PetSmart talking about winning intangibles. Heart of a champion. Man, cut your damn grass. Do you know about being a heart of a champion? Like, shut up. We need got, to retire that shit. So heart. anyway. Dallas had heart, but then we ain't gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. He must have they, they must have cut their heart in half and threw that blood on the Falcons to distract <laughs> from that onside kick. I don't know how the fuck they watch that replay. I'm like, what do they think is a bomb? What are they doing? They going around here like, nah, you touch it first. You got cooties. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and I watched that. Yeah, I just started laughing. Yeah, that I'm was like, funny. That was funny. Because I was like, oh, all you got to do is get the onside kick. They'll be all right. They'll, you know. No, nah, you touch it. I ain't touching that shit. <laughs> you touch that shit first. So anyway, they realized that basically Operation Cold Kansas was they put a drug and anaconda malt liquor to shrink the penises of black men because only black men drink malt liquor. And gun, keep in mind, Gunsmoke had drunk about four or five of these. Oh, this is anaconda. You need to drink this. This shit good. He was drinking at the hideout. Yeah, he took a six pack. He started drinking while they were in there. Then I think he took like six of them. And I don't know. He was just drinking a lot of them. So when they found him, <laughs> man, do you want to live or do you want to die? <laughs> uh, uh. So Got him he out of put it. out his misery. R.I.P. Gunsmoke gets a call. Like, who's that? And who's the mastermind? Fiendish Dr. We don't know nothing about Dr. Wu. Nothing. He just pop in third act villain. That's how it usually happened back then. So we got to go to Kung Fu Island. <laughs> and they found out how Kung Fu Island. And I'm like trying to figure out, okay, these hood rats got a... Okay, keep in mind, this is in, this is in California. Where's Kung Fu Island? <laughs> Hawaii? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. And why did that dude, like Dr. Wu's main henchman, look like a goonie goon from Popeye? <laughs> what was up with his eyes and nose? I don't know, man. He just looked insane. <laughs> he kept popping up. I'm like, Ugh. I was making the same face. I'm like, I wish I could make that face for a Halloween mask. <laughs> so anyway... They show up at Kung Fu Island, feeding this Dr. Wu and his Kung Fu treachery. And it's like, we got a plan. Nah, Bullhorn ain't got no plan. <laughs> he just started letting off shots. Yeah, pretty much. All right, we're going to split up. So they get there, and they already taking ninja darts to the shoulders, spears to the chest. Like, three of them die before they get there. And then they show up, and it's Dr. Wu. Dr. Wu, master of transmogrification is only matched by your penchant for kung fu treachery. <laughs> no. Like, that was when you know, 
your martial arts are extraordinary, but no match for my kung fu. And bullhorn, like I got this. You sure, bullhorn? Bullhorn, no. <laughs> and I had to rewind because I remember why. Like, what the fuck happened? So, <laughs> Doctor Wu throws like a boomerang off screen, <laughs> and then that shit, like, like it was like a nightcrawler boomerang. It just—I don't understand the physics thrown this. He throws it all screen away from him. It somehow comes to like a wall or a door and just cuts his head off. <laughs> I'm like, what type of portal shit is this? <laughs> Had to get Bullhorn up out of there, man. Bullhorn, no! <laughs> they ain't had to take Bullhorn out like Our that. friendship finally comes to an end. You won't be avenged. You done fucked up now, Dr. Wu. So they out here start having fights. I still laugh that whole boomerang shit. Because <laughs> he tried again. But then I might duck they out here fighting cream corn. He hit by like a dart in his hand or something. I think. I think that's what it was. So Dr. Wu runs away and dudes over <laughs> over his over his shoulder. He like, ah, what the fuck? Go look up for Black Dynamite. No, somebody in your personal space. <laughs> and then he out there, Black Dynamite sticks up. You gonna see? Oh, you gonna see where I'm coming from? You job mother pokes pokes his eyes out, takes him out, and throws him at Doctor Wu. And then they had their fight. And this one a few times where it's like a fair fight, even though Doctor Wu only hit Black Dynamite once. Yeah, it's somebody who can give him a little trouble. A little trouble. Because Black Dynamite pulls out the tiger style. <laughs> you want to cut? Leave you would have called whatever, it. whatever that was that that Panther Claw style. <laughs> so they out here fighting. Doctor Wu tries his his sneaky ass boomerang, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Doctor Wu loses his hand. <laughs> and with Black Dynamite side, ha ha! I threw that shit before I even came in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny if anyone ever watched the cartoon it's a scene from that where like Black Dynamite's like on the moon somehow throws a boomerang then leaves and then by the time he gets to earth that boomerang he throws chops the guy arm off somehow threw that shit before I even left the moon <laughs> and I have friends who had saw the cartoon who didn't get the joke because they had saw the movie so when they saw the movie, it made more sense. Yeah. And he's like, oh, who hired you? Such and such. I was hired to do this. We was trying to create a drug to make penises bigger, but it had the reverse effect. We'll use it as a weapon. And I did it because I didn't want to get fired. So. I did it because I didn't want to get fired. You know, it's a funny story about that. What's that? You know, Viagra's original use, and it's used to an infants, it's a, it's a medication for blood pressure. Yes. Yes. That was his original use. Was a blood pressure medication, and it's still used for babies for that. When you need, you know, to fix blood pressure in babies, they realized they saw the side effect of it. They're like, "Oh, don't (laughs) do that, huh?" (laughs) Oh, mate, hey, market it up. 
Yes. Well, so Viagra basically claimed the fame was a side effect. I, shout out to everybody popping them pills. It was a time when it was like at its height. I think it was something like they was making a, like millions a day. The oh, amount of believe. money they was making off them damn blue pills was insane. I vaguely remember motherfuckers trying to sell that shit at work when I was working at Walmart. And I was like, what? Yes. Because <laughs> if you had, because Medicaid used to pay for it, you get like six for a dollar. And the street value was like 55, 60 bucks a pill. So mm-hmm. if you get six for a dollar, you keep two, you sell four. Shit. You in there. Medicaid don't play for it anymore, but that's, that's neither here nor there. So. <laughs> So anyway, out of everyone that's on the island, the only people that survive is cream corn and black dynamite. Oh, I almost forgot. You know how we talked about how we saw the different scenes and film clips? Yeah. We need to talk about the one when black dynamite had a helicopter. <laughs> he kept laughing. <laughs> and grabbed the dude with the magnet, dropped him. And they kept laughing like he was Doctor Doom, and laughed all the. He kept laughing all the way till he was inside the apartment. Until they just looked at his ass like, "Yo, shut, <laughs> shut that shit up." Just repeat that laugh like thirty seconds. It was just hilarious. <laughs> all these scenes, because like, oh, Cream Corn got the shoddy now. He tough. He went from I'm a coward to I'm machine gunning folks. Yeah, I got a bomb. I'm blowing up cars. Cream Corn was in it, man. That man, he 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 was uh he, he was working with demolition. He was the demolition expert. Oh yeah, he's a helicopter pilot. <laughs> they find a helicopter, they give yourself the high five, and they fly into the White House. Cause like, who's Doctor Lou's boss? So they go to the White House. Black Dynamite bounce. He jump out with the parachute, and somebody on the White House lawn take a rocket launcher. <laughs> Blow the helicopter. Clear car! No! <laughs> On the cheapest looking green screen <laughs> you've ever seen. That shit like an after school special. Oh, man. That's just so anyway, he lands. He, he goes through the sewer, the sewer pipe. No guards there, basically. Shows the white tomorrow. You know, it's only one person that'd be in charge of this. I knew you had to be involved with this, you know, you paranoid, sneaky motherfucker. And who is it? President Nixon. Yes, the end boss, the the final villain of Black Dynamite is the president. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember seeing this scene and just laughing because I didn't know what I'm like, okay, what's going on? All right, Black Dynamite, wait just a minute. Hopefully, explanation for this. <laughs> and then the man pulled out nunchucks. Yeah, he was ready for that action. Come on, you motherfucker! He was ready. Every son of a bitch, don't you fuck with me! <laughs> and I'm like, we about to get a nunchuck fight between Black Dynamite and the president. Oh, yeah, they went for it. Why haven't we had movies like this since then? Like uh, we haven't had like I mean Air Force One, you had Harrison Ford had some hands, you know, um Olympus has fallen and Eckhart, well, he he knew how to run. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard Butler's doing all the heavy lifting. But I'm like I'm surprised Michael Bay hasn't had a president. Oh yeah, you know, before he went to the White House, he used to be a ninja. <laughs> 
Give it time. It'll happen. Hey, Keanu Reeves is the president. What would you do before the president? I had a life before I met you. Mm-hmm. I don't need Secret Service. I am Secret Service. Like, but anyway, so they out here. And it's hilarious that the only person that lay hands on Black Dynamite is the president. Right. Giving them trouble. Kicked them over the table. Gave them some trouble. He had the lunch. At least the guy said, the guy who played President Nixon said he practiced like three weeks. Oh, that was pretty good for three weeks. Yeah, because as someone who has messed around with nunchucks, um, yeah, get the get the practice ones. You did what with nunchucks? No, I had practice ones. I, you know, people like you know every kid want to be. I want to do nunchucks like Bruce. I got some practical. You got some real nunchuck. You don't know what you're doing. You will kill yourself. Yeah, my dad had some. He had some, but he had like rubber over the uh, like this thick rubber over the wood. So. You out here swinging like, cause everyone's seeing Bruce Lee. Yeah. I remember I, I tried to make a pair. I took a broomstick, <laughs> cut in half. I took like a chain and like a nail on both sides. Oh, yes, this is what happened when you pour and you watch too many kung fu movies. Oh, yeah. You know, my granddad beat my ass for ruining his broom. Hey, as he should. <laughs> what the hell are you doing, boy? <laughs> I want to be Bruce Lee. Oh, boy. I'm going to send your dumb ass to your mama. You <laughs> <laughs> got, uh, got your son watching too much. He messed up my good broom. Man, you, you tried to be Bruce Lee up in here, man. Cut that out. I mean, it's Bruce Lee, though. Yeah, that, that ass whipping was a Bruce Lee Where ass whipping. Would I be Bruce Lee or the Mac? Well, we know the Mac was a punk. And I, well, that's, we'll I'm get there. you like nine. <laughs> I'm talking about nine years of old. You ain't no real pimp. You a rest haven for hope. <laughs> but Goldie had that talk, though. I, I tell him, he had that talk. He was a punk, though. So anyway, they out here fighting. Richard Nixon gets the upper hand. And who saves him? His wife. No, 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 no. First, who saves Black Dynamite? The ghost of Abraham. Lincoln. Oh, yo. <laughs> I forgot all about that. See, he just pop up. Hey, dude's like some karate. Like he, he like chops, chops the gun out. No, because um Black Dynamite about to do something, and then his Nixon's wife show up. Get your dirty hands off the fine China, you moon cricket. Moon cricket. Boy, some, I was watching some Lovecraft County, Lovecraft Country right there. Moon, see, Moon Cricket is like one of them old school ones. Like I, I don't hear movies. Mm-hmm. In a like, certain time period, and you, uh, yeah. yeah, a movie normally starring either directed by Clint Eastwood or starring James <laughs> Woods. So absolutely, all the nose. up the plates, use them, try to use them as swords. Black Diamond puts the end of it. after he's what he back slap Mrs. Nixon. Yeah, he slapped the shit out of her. She went flying, and she like. Oh, Falls to the damn China cabinet. Then he proceeds to put hands in Nixon, beats him. Just kill me. What? Kill me, damn it! No. That's your problem. You do paranoid. You gonna go ahead and take? You no. Know, you going to jail like this Watergate shit, doing this freaky shit, and he had pictures like him in bondage and stuff. Yeah, he was out there. So meanwhile, so Nixon's defeated. Just like. He apologized. No, I'm sorry. I gave you the pimp hand. 
It's okay. <laughs> she shot me. No, you shot the plate. If you shot me, that'd be nothing, but you hit the plate. So me hitting you was a little over-exuberant for that. I apologize. Oh, Black Diamond, you are genuine. This is also true. <laughs> and then Gloria shows up out of nowhere. Where the fuck did she come from? <sighs> How'd she get from Crenshaw it's the White House DC <laughs> in an hour <laughs> and wait 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 hold up time out. I just thought about this so Black Dynamite and then was in Los Angeles they go to Kung Fu Island uh-huh. and they fly a helicopter from Kung Fu Island all the way to DC you ain't supposed to worry about it did you ever think about any of that shit watching the 70s movies no I just thought about that now. <laughs> now when she show up Korean corn landed somewhere, Andrews Air Force Base. Hey man, I'm trying to be <laughs> So anyway, some black dime about to go in his pose talking about what Justin B had and Nixon's wife is there doing the pose. Oh my grabbing God. the leg on the ground. Okay. The is there standing up. And it's just the old seventies pose that you always see in seventies movies. Did you see Cam's video today? Yes. That, yes. That was I've there. That, I've seen that movie, I have seen that video before. The man is a masochist. I don't know why people make these jokes. Let me give him reason to make more jokes. That was Cam Dynamite. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was bad enough I was watching the gear when I saw that. Somebody made comments. You're going to be with a woman that's, you know, why you got that milk? You, gonna, you want somebody to expire as quick as milk? What's wrong with the sister? <laughs> yeah, but that pose was just... Yeah, that pose. You just seen that pose anywhere <laughs> on posters, uh, tapes, or whatever. And then the credits hit. Yeah. Black Dynamite. Like I said, we very re- we very rarely do comedies. Uh, but this one had to be done because it's just I every everybody who's seen this movie loves this movie. I don't haven't heard one person say, "Oh, I ain't like this movie." Because if you watch it, you get it. Yeah, I, it's funny where I remember the cartoon came out. I was surprised. I'm like, "Oh, enough people like Black Diamond did a cartoon in two seasons, Cartoon Network." Yeah, and unlike the movie, Bullhorn and Cream Corn still alive. You're right. <laughs> Should have never killed them off anyway. And I know OJ shows up, Bill Cosby shows up. Um, there's plenty of jokes. The last two seasons, I'm, I may I may rewatch it one time because it's probably um, came on. I think it's on Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. I just seen it recently because I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go back and watch these because I think I remember when it got canceled. Uh, a lot of people were upset. Like, no, nah, they should have yeah. one more season. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, well, we didn't think Nuffy was watching it. It was like, he was watching it, so that's why I was on. Um, they talk about doing a sequel, like a country western style. Who knows they'll ever do that. I won't say never say never, because um, Bill and Ted just had a third movie come out. <laughs> and they're it, it, it doing another top. Like, I didn't know The Best Man was going to have a sequel, because black movies like that, like Soul Food, they had no damn sequel. Yeah. So, so I, this is a case of never say never because like they hey, you build it, they'll come. Yeah, I think you can. I think you could probably get away with another one and just bring everybody back and don't even worry about <laughs> don't even worry about what you did this first one. Yeah, just don't, don't, and here's the thing. 
streaming is such a thing these days. It's kind of like if it's not a, I'm like I'll be perfectly honest. If it don't need to be in a movie theater, don't make it for the movies. Yeah, I mean at this point we don't even know how things gonna be be in the next year or two. So yeah, just make it. Yeah. So it's like streaming. Go somewhere, spend some money. Hell, ask Tyler Perry to pay for it. <laughs> just don't have just don't have nowhere near the right. And you get the go. Well, I think what you want, you want cream corn and bullhorn to <laughs> black guy yeah. might he needs a light skinned antagonist and he needs long hair oh. <laughs> it's funny you know Tyler Perry's an easy target but he kind of bring that on himself he does but uh, we he was... don't care He's yeah like, at this like... point why should he and I was telling somebody that at work I was like you know what I give him shit because everything I don't like what he does but like you've always told me he the got a lot of motherfuckers who's working. Black Panther on his studio lot. They were filming Marvel movies on his shit. Yeah. You think he gave a rat's ass with somebody on Twitter? Nah. He got to say about him? No. He oh, definitely don't know what he's doing. He like the fuck I do. Yeah, don't get it twisted. He is a madman. I'm just going to sit here and write everything. <laughs> and it's going to make sense. Like look, we watch, look, we grew up watching Vince McMahon. True. So that's are we that are we that surprised? I mean, in here, man, man, you know also a man, man, Kurt Sutter. Yeah, you definitely right about that. I just think as soon as he like, as soon as he's like, oh yeah, as soon as he was done with the shield, oh, I get the right and direct. He ain't gonna tell me shit. Yeah, this is in the black community. Tyler Perry, the easiest one because oh, the stories come out about A, B, C, and D. I get it, but I'm saying, you know, it is what it is. It's the easiest one because, like, it ain't nobody else doing it like him, and he's so prolific, so it's easy. It's kind of like, well, else you going to... I mean, because it's other people. We could talk about Lee Daniels all we want. We can kind of forget, like, we ain't, like, we didn't see Precious? Had that had that girl running down the street, still a bucket of fried chicken? <laughs> Chill out, bro. We talking <laughs> about Sparkle. Oh, I made the hero a white woman because I feel like America needs to cheer for a white person to feel good about themselves. They go, what? <laughs> and you like to do that Lorenz Tate power gift? Yeah. Uh, he said that with a straight face. <laughs> I, I made this, I got this all black show, uh, but I made the main star a white woman so America can feel good cheering on a white person. I mean, I guess that's why Dane wanted his money back. Yeah, man, give him money. <laughs> After, I'm like, buddy. look, how are you going to do that after you see all the success you did doing Empire? Hey, you would That's think. That's the thing that get me. I'm like, you know better. What? Like, Lee, Lee yeah, Lee, Dan- Lee the Butler Daniels is a madman. Uh, it's he's... a lot of, it's a lot of, but, um, Lena Waithe, you want to talk about her? Or we going, that's. That's not this episode. We're not going to do that. We, yeah, let's chill. Let's chill yeah, out. Yeah, her tyranny. Let's, let's chill out. Um, so if I you. Racing if, black pains. I'm going to have this. I'm going to do a Chill. Nah. Hello. Fuck her and her fade. She got my goddamn nerves. No. It's a, that's my whole thing. That's why I can't talk about Tyler Perry too much because we got a whole bunch of them. We got a whole bunch. I mean, look, I'm not going to talk about Donald Glover because we talked about Atlanta too many times. Um, Insecure. Eh. I know too many. When you know people like that in real life, the shit ain't as entertaining as people think it is. 
even though it's kind of like that, I feel like that's a little bit more authentic than Atlanta. But even though shows like that still like, eh, nah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, um, you know what? You know, it's funny. It says a lot that the black shows that I tend to like the most come on stars. Yeah, because I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> you I Valley of Power, like you say what you want about Fifty Cent, his shows, this shit never born. I've never watched it. Uh, eventually, I will watch it, I guess. But P Valley, man, I I, I wanted a longer season, but hey, I can wait. I can be patient. It's all good. We'll be we'll, not mad to my why they talk about colorism like that because it exists. Yeah, that's why. Basically, said she just all she gotta do is be light and she making money. You know how many times that shit happened in real life? That is also true. They talked about it in 2020. Because it's still happening in 2020. That's why. And all you got to do, we talked about before, watch a CW or Netflix show and then tell me they lying. Yeah, you you exist on some of them networks. We talked about before. We don't need to talk about it again. I think you dropped that last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. once you said it, that made me like, oh yeah, because other than uh, Black Lightning, oof. Yikes. It wasn't until Black Lightning where that was like you see dark skinned black women that weren't villains. Yikes, yikes, yikes. But uh before we start rambling on any other anything else, go check out Black Dynamite if you haven't seen it. Uh Five for five, great movie, great fun. Short, should be able to watch it in one sitting. And uh, yeah, Black Dynamite. So what are we doing next week? Uh, oh, we're going to finish off the month. Oh, I don't know. We might have put off Tombstone because we need to record for the Patreon. And we're on the Patreon this month. We have Goodfellas. And I asked our friend Cameron Hawkins to join us that episode because I know he likes good fellas. Uh, <laughs> you trying to be funny, huh? <laughs> you mean like, yeah, it's all right, but I like, you know, Mr. Casino is better than good fellas. Oh, he like Casino? I thought he like, uh... No, he likes good fellas, but if you ask him which one is better, he'll always say Casino. Yeah, because he's right. It is. Not Any movie that got James Wood is disqualified from being better than good fellas. I mean, I get the whole James Woods. Both the character and the real life thing. Has James Woods ever played a character you liked in a movie? Never, ever. Exactly. And he he real he's real good at playing scumbags. It's like, oh, he's a real good actor. Do you see how he, he is in real life now? Let me tell you something about Casino. <laughs> Casino is a good movie. It's way too long. It is nobody likable in the movie. It's like, let's take Goodfellas, except for nobody likable. Let's add up. Let's throw a pimp. Let's move it to Vegas, throw a pimp in there. And just have, we'll have a woman in there just be, like Sharon Stone is all, she horrible. She is a horrible human being. And we got Robert De Niro playing a chump. He, he playing a rest haven for hoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We can save that. man is so qualified in everything he does, except for Ginger. Ginger got, got him acting like a chump. That was wild over, man. It be like that sometimes. He's simping. Look. Well, <laughs> we can do good, fellas. And I'm like, I, I don't even probably have to rewatch it. Because I, I got the next week and a half off. 
Oh, that's I already great. had next week off for vacation. I took all the rest of this week because fuck them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Basically, I'm like, I got you got I got vacation time. My wife's like, you hey, I got vacation. That's what it's for. Take a vacation. I'm taking vacation. They kiss my ass. Yeah, I, yeah. I would have took two and a half weeks. So I would be nice. I might take another week depending on how I feel. Uh, I definitely have to watch it again. Not do I have to watch? Yeah, I definitely got to watch Goodfellas just to refresh myself. That's a long ass movie. I mean, it's kind of like it's it's a classic. Who picked it? Uh, I gotta look back at the list. Okay. I'm but not I, surprised. I'm because I figured that's a movie that you know Scarface, Goodfellas, like it's certain movies. Like you talk about movies, yeah, hey, talk about this one, Goodfellas, because like no one's talked about Goodfellas before. Yeah, but I know how we are with those long movies. We were supposed to do Tombstone for the free show, but we're only gonna do something for the Patreon next week. Uh, we may get on here and do something quite different next week. Me and you, maybe just talk, maybe on a different day. Yeah, I've been through some shit. <laughs> yeah, so we'll figure out a day, and we're gonna bring something different to y'all because uh, things are going to be a change, you know, Jeff versus the world uh, before the year's out. Jeff coming big time now, but I know one thing: when we start doing Patreon, we became mercenaries, and mercenaries <laughs> get paid. I, so you know the rest, I gotta say it, but shout out to Tony Todd. So yeah, me and me and Shahid trying to get paid. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, Our fucking money. <laughs> Y'all paying this dollar to have us do these three-hour movies is horseshit. Yeah, we gotta. You know how much? I will not say how much my job pays me per hour, but it's more than a dollar. It's a lot more. I, the fact that you got me, not you, Jeff. These motherfuckers on the Patreon. <laughs> Got me taking out half my day to talk about a movie they see 15 times. Yeah. Let's talk about Goodfellas because ain't like no one ever saw or talked about Goodfellas. Yeah. Like, I mean, they want to hear from us. I mean, I guess that's cool in the sense they want to hear us talk about it, but yeah. Yeah. Tell them to go get the fucking shine box. How about that? But yeah, we we definitely going to be doing some different things as far as uh, hood classics. And, yeah. But uh, breaking news, I don't know if you saw today. This uh, Doctor Strange multi- multiverse movie looks very fucking interesting. Yeah, I saw they was talk, talk having cameos of having like different versions of different characters, and of course, since Marvel at the point where it's like we can do what we want. Yeah, <laughs> like one of the rumors try to have Tom Cruise playing Iron Man because it was a time in a different universe where Tom Cruise would have been Iron Man, and oh, Marvel would have looked a lot different. Do you know? Do you want to know what the second one is? And this is the second big thing, biggest thing. Uh, John Kransky, Kransky, I think that's how you say his name. They, him being Captain America. Wow! Yeah, I can't. That one I can't see. Yeah. Well, everybody's saying that. I mean, it's not. Not because he, he can play. I mean, I saw him like 13 hours. Like, he can play an action hero. And it's hilarious thinking like Jim from The Office can play an action hero, but like he can. It's just kind of like, no, Chris. You know the funny thing about Captain America? What's that? You would never guess Chris Evans could do it, but once he did it, you can't think of anybody else doing it. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think that one's false because they, like, before COVID hit, they had a big meeting about something. That's what everybody's saying. They want him in a bigger role. And I can only think of Reed Richards, but now that we know who can. I mean, you can always, the whole thing is, 
You could play more than one person. Yeah, I mean, Gemma Chan played one character in Captain Marvel. She playing somebody else in the Eternals. So. Yeah, because they say it's like just cameo. It's gonna be cameo appearances. So you can, yeah, I think I should can still do it if you want to, just to get his yeah. foot in the door. That that Mar- it's funny. Like we haven't had a Marvel movie since Spider Man, and the next Marvel thing we get in is WandaVision, which looks batshit crazy. Yeah, that show is gonna be trippy as fuck. <laughs> it's gonna be trippy. Yeah. I can already tell. And also come near end of October. October be here. The Mandalorian. I can't wait. And all I'll say is this: y'all better appreciate Sasha Banks as y'all as long as y'all have her in wrestling. Hmm. Cause you may not have her in wrestling. Like her, between her and Roman Reigns, appreciate why they there. Hmm. They ain't gonna be there forever. Like hey. All I got to Roman to get them teeth fixed for nothing because he was bored. Ro- Thank you. I just said that to somebody uh, a couple of days ago. I said, "Do you think he really got those teeth done for wrestling?" Oh no, 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 no! I got new veneers. So I can look good while I'm fighting Baron Corbin. What? <laughs> oh, he no, got something down the pipe. He definitely got something coming down the pipe. Uh. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. The second thing was, and I was going to send it to you, but I already knew what you was going to say. Why are you send me this shit on, <laughs> on my day off? Or don't send me no shit like this again. But, so, the heavy rumor in DC is that for the Flash movie, Nicolas Cage will finally, finally Superman. put on the Superman suit. Yes. I mean, I will hope so. They've been, they wanted to do it for um, Christ of the Infinite Earth. Yeah. So they was like, and I'm like, I mean, you know what? I'm glad that DC and Marvel are the spot where it's like, they like, you know what? We can do what we want. Fuck it. Yeah, why I not? DC, DC TV proved that they could do with the movies. They're like, you know what? We did a TV. We had the flat. We had the TV flash and the movie flash together, and everybody liked it. So fuck yeah. it. Marvel doing why not us? And Marvel was like, you know what? the way we want hey but my only issue about this whole flash movie thing is so we just letting ezra miller slide with beating up that one yes yes the answer is yes we are letting him slide because he was on his zoom shit in real life on his reverse flash shit in real life and people brought it up and yes we are letting him slide we should not let him slide but they're gonna let him slide i see didn't they to recast it they didn't recast it WB is making a because I feel like this is gonna come back. I I just don't think it you know the word about the movie is to hit the mainstream hard enough for it to come blow back at. No, people have been talking about it since he was in Justice League. Yeah, because they were saying oh they were keeping him out of certain things. Like they would have the I think they had like a group big group chat and he yeah. wasn't there and whatever so whatever. They, they know, but it's like oh he dressed like a woman. So we're going to let it slide. He's in touch with his feminine side. Like, that don't mean nothing. Now, nah, my man lay hands on that woman. His, uh, pro, his gender pronoun don't mean nothing. It got nothing to do with his hands. His hands are unisex. Yeah. Evidently, like Batman. Yeah, that's what he thought he was. But you ain't supposed to do that in real life. No, if they was going to do something, they would have did something. Okay. And you know they're going to say, oh, people make mistakes. We're going to roll with it. Oh, well, at this point, because the way they, like, Moving forward with the movie, I'm just like, oh, okay, I guess. And it go. if they had a problem with that type of person, they wouldn't have rehired. They wouldn't have had Josh Wheaton do Justice League. Oh boy, this whole Josh Wheaton, uh, Ray Fisher, and all this stuff that's going on, 
and Jason Momoa. And people talking about, well, they need to say something. They got to say nothing. It's like Josh Whedon already had a reputation of being like that. Yeah. Jump straight. Yeah. And people like, oh, but we like him. We like y'all like Serenity and Buffy so much, y'all be ignoring certain shit. It's like, y'all can, you can like what you like, but people don't need to make, Ray Fisher don't need to make nothing up. I mean, it's not benefiting him. That's the whole, the thing that people understand, like the whole Me Too and Tom's up thing. How many people actually got canceled? Right. Only like the super rapists. Yeah. Like Kevin, like Kevin Spacey, even though every time people um, accuse him, they end up dying. There's like two or three of them already dead. So it was like, yeah. That Frank Underwood shit in real life is is trash. Like him, um, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. And what they all got in common? Super sex predators. Hey, I'm glad you brought up Kevin Spacey. Because I have been getting this a lot, like um, as far as like um, the Jeff versus the World Yahoo, you know, people request movie, and uh, I just don't know how do you feel about it. Okay, we got. I'm glad you brought it up. So we gotta have a rule. Which do we do certain movies based on the actor involved? Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people want us to do Usual Suspects, and I'm just like, ah. I mean, I, I want to because Kevin, I like the movie, but I'm like, yeah, but Kevin Spacey is kind of like the, the dirtbag. We will handle it on a case by case basis because, like, certain situations, like Liam Neeson, we'll do his movies. I feel a certain way, but I'm like, I'll still do his movies. Mel Gibson, as much as I love Lethal Weapon 2, no, I can't. I can't. And the funny thing is, I like a lot of Mel Gibson's movies. I, in good faith, will find it disingenuous to be like, yeah, we care about people and then do movies like. Celebrating somebody that calls somebody a oven doctor. I didn't even know that fucking existed till he said that. I'm like, that's just like that take that's the type of story that take effort. That's so that, that's inventive, or either you really scraped a barrel yeah, of the so books. It's that. like certain people, like yeah, Mel Gibson. Like you know, if we didn't go up into it, it'd be for Danny Glover. Like I'm not doing a movie where it's just him as the star. So yeah. Um, Kevin Spacey, it, it depends. Like See, usual, like usual suspect seven. Yeah, I still find it hard watching Baby Driver. That's the one that I don't watch anymore, and I loved, and I love that movie. Yeah. Before everything Baby came out, I love the movie. Time he pop up, was like, ugh. yeah, like I didn't even finish watching um, the House of Cards. Oh, me either because of that so it's like we're gonna handle it by case by case basis on how we handle certain actors so and the funny thing about using suspect i don't even like it that much you don't i mean it's uh, i think it's overrated oh wow oh i, I mean, mean, I, I, mean I, I i the funny thing is i didn't watch when it first came out and i remember how people talk about how good it was and then i finally watched and i'm like sorry i just think it's over like i you know what the thing is because one, it's not just a fact where it's Kevin Spacey. Bryce Singer, a dirtbag, too. Oh, God, I forgot. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, he a, he a, a, a dirtbag on epic proportions. Oh, I forgot. Kinda, like, he kind of slid on the radar. And it was like, you hear the stuff that's happening on the X-Men set? It was like, they was going, <laughs> they was about to jump him for the next two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we... 
we got to put a pin in that. We got to put a pin in usual suspects because I forgot all about Brian Singer being involved. Oh, fuck, Even man. it's an argument like how how often he's involved because he had a habit like leaving halfway through a movie, and a lot of that like Christopher McQuarrie's the one that got the you know the screenwriting award for that, and you see what he's done with like the Mission Impossible movies. So, uh, yeah, I mean it's and my whole thing is kind of like. If we do, it ain't gonna be no time soon. Cause hood classic, we, I want to keep it in the hood, so to speak. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, yeah. Fuck it. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, we'll get back to that. So y'all can stop the <laughs> usual suspects if you listen to this right hey, there. Too many, too many white people be like, picking, let's pick these cool white movies. It's like, out. Some of them is cool. Like, I rather do stuff like smoking aces. Because it's Definitely. a movie people see, but not a lot of people talk about, and it's interesting. It's like, I mean, everyone see the usual suspects. It's lightning. What's there to talk about? I mean, I mean, the acting was the story was. I mean, I thought the story was well put together. I, yeah. regardless I mean, of who was in it. If you want to do a weirdo thriller, we can just do seven. I don't like seven. See, that's the whole thing. I hate oh, seven. You talk about me. Yeah, I. I I'm like you when the usual suspect. I didn't see it in the movie theater, and it took me a long time to watch it. And then when I watched it, I was like, "This was y'all was hyping up. What's in the box? What's in the box?" <laughs> no, because it shows Brad Pitt's secret power. He is a character actor stuck in a matinee idol's body. Brad Pitt is great being as as proven in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and in Glorious Bastards. But Brad Pitt is awesome. He's playing a weirdo. But they don't. They that's the first time they really let to get him. They give him the chance to be a weirdo, and it works. Yeah, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? <laughs> trying to keep him cool. Like, oh, stop, oh, calm down, settle down. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever. We'll 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 figure all this out because uh, you know what? You know one movie we never doing the Social Network. I am not doing a movie of the origins of a supervillain. And that's where Mark Zuckerberg is, the man that helped ruin democracy uh, just so he can stalk his girlfriend. We're not doing his girlfriend. No, I saw that. You know, the funny thing, I guess we can wrap up soon. I saw that in movie theater. I bought the Blu-ray. I have never watched the Blu-ray. Yeah, you know, I, I, have, I watched it a couple of months, months ago. So, yeah. I'm like, because this is Mark. Because Mark, first of all, Mark Zuckerberg, he's just an eccentric weirdo. No, Mark Zuckerberg is a monster. A lot of these tech dudes are straight up monsters, and I cannot watch these movies that's glorified. Oh, he's just weird. No, him, <clears throat> Elon Musk, Steve, I piss on my feet, and I don't need chemo jobs. All these fucking tech weirdos that help ruin the world. Y'all watching y'all own dime. Like, no, um, they will not be showing up on hood classics. No jobs. Even the one with Aaron, even the one with Ashton Kutcher, or the one with Michael Fosbender. Nope. Social network, nope. Wolf of Wall Street, nope. No, no. Ew. Listen, no. do you know no. what the funny thing Fuck about? No, no, no. You know what the funny thing about uh, the Wolf of Wall Street is? I never even thought about doing that on here. I watched the movie. I watched the movie. I watched it twice, and I'm like, I'll never do that on this show because it's just gross. No. Hours of a scammer. <laughs> and people love that movie. I saw the movie theater. I'm like. 
I mean, we can we do scamming movies over here. Dad. We can't. I mean, but that shit is just long, and that's all he do is scam. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> like it's just Leonardo doing weird stuff, and it's like. It's not. It's not a bad movie. It's just not. I don't need to rewatch it. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie. I just never would bring it to here. I, if somebody want me to come on their show and talk about it, sure, that's cool. I want to see Leonardo DiCaprio in a dickhead role that I enjoy. I just watched Django, and I didn't know him being a mean Django. Leonardo DiCaprio and Django and Chain will become like this new, this brand new meme in twenty twenty. What's that face they have him doing? Where it's like he, like he smiles like that. Like, oh, like, <laughs> when he was like drinking that drink or something. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I just discovered this movie. I'm gonna make it into something." Because I see that mean. I'm like, "This is an old ass movie." Yeah, you know people catch up. People been stuck in the house, so people watching movies they ain't never watched. What do you think about Django Unchained? <sighs> I think. It's a, I think it's a well acted movie. I think everybody played their parts well in the movie. It's just going back to our director who we talk about on here a lot. That as I get older, I'm just having a real problem with. You know what? That Django doesn't bother me as much as that, as much as other movies, because it's supposed to be. And it's kind of like, I just laughed my ass off at Samuel Jackson, his character. Oh. Because <laughs> everybody talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. No, Samuel Jackson should have won a goddamn Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. He got robbed. I could, I, I, I wouldn't argue with that. He got robbed. They're like, nah, I'm Chris, Christoph Waltz doing the same thing he always do. <laughs> and, it's, and no offense to him because he's awesome, but it's like, you know, you, you've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand I times. I thought... He was better in Inglorious Bastards than he was. Because I it mean, was Inglorious Bastards, he's like he's acting in like three different languages and acting excellently in three different languages. And anyone knows how hard it is to act well in one language, much less multiple ones. He earned all that. Yeah. So yeah, Samuel Jackson playing the quintessential house. You're gonna get this, you gonna turn up the good sheets. <laughs> yes, I am, you decrepit little bastard. <laughs> No, I like Django Unchained because there's just so many quotable lines between Leonardo DiCaprio and Samuel Jackson. It's like Jamie Jamie Foxx in the background. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think I think yeah, that's the way it was supposed to be set up though. Yeah. Because he wasn't he was supposed to be the hero. He really didn't get this time to shine until the end. To that third act, so it was kind of like, yeah, everything else around him was supposed to be maneuvering, because horse. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, but I like it. I think it's moved. I think Django has moved up as far as my uh, movies that I like that uh, he does that he directs. Because it used to be, I, I used to always say I my fall to was Kill Bill. I was like, oh yeah, it's Kill Bill. Okay, so I guess it's almost time to wrap. If we do a Tarantino movie, I'm I'm sure we'll do one. Which one are we doing? We don't. We're not doing. We're gonna do more than one. But what's, what would be the first one that you want to do? I do like Jackie Brown. I was thinking Jackie Brown. I like Jackie Brown because, like, you get kind of Jackie Brown's like 
low key probably one of his best ones. Yeah, and you got a lot of actors on. Like, because one is kind of like you got everybody acting their ass off. You got Pam Greer, the God. It's funny. Him and Samuel Jackson, they go together. Mm-hmm. So, I, I will. You know, I would put them, I would say Jackie Brown, Django, then Kill Bill. But we can, like, I know a lot of people don't like the second Kill Bill, but I think they... You know why? Because they're different movies. Like, Kill Bill 2 is more introspective and slower pace, and Kill Bill 1 is like a video game. Yeah. I, I think Kill Bill 2 is better than Kill Bill 1, but Kill Bill 1 is more enjoyable than Kill Bill 2. You have more sense. fun with Kill Bill 1. And I think that was the point. Like, we're going to get all this action out because when we get to part two. <laughs> have you ever seen it, the complete movie, this whole bride edition that he had out? No. I've never seen it either. I, I don't even know if he ever came out. I know he kept talking about, oh, I got the full movie, the bride edition, where it's both of the movies put together and there's a little, like, I think it's supposed to be uh, that takes it, you know, you see it differently than you see like part one. I know. I saw the deleted scene with Michael J. White. Excuse me? Did I miss that? Or uh, did I yes. Um, I think it's on Kill Bill Volume 2. It's the deleted scene. is um with Thurman, David Carradine, they in like, like Michael J. White playing like a Shaolin master. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm going to pop. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to check <laughs> oh, you had seen it. It's not that long. It's like maybe what? A minute, two minutes. Is that when they yeah. went to the? T- did he go to the temple and wait a minute? I feel like I, I don't know how that go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out. And like Michael John White's talking with like a fake kung fu accent, <laughs> like a subtitle. Yes. And they didn't keep that in. Damn bastards. Mm-hmm. So that's the one time Michael John White got shine. So yeah, uh, we're gonna get up out of here. So next week, check us out on the Patreon. We'll have Cam on with us, and we'll be talking uh, Goodfellas. So if you haven't signed up to the Patreon. This will be a good time. Uh, it's only one dollar, and then next month Patreon we got a thin line between love and hate. My goodness, uh, I've never seen that movie. Ooh. Wow, that is gonna, I think, spark some. I think that's gonna become a big, uh, big one for us too. Because shout out to people who like uh, <laughs> man with the man iron. with the iron fist. <laughs> Maybe we need to do Ghost Dog. It's like all these RZA fans out here out the woodwork. I'm, it's amazing. That movie is our most watched by far. Like, and it's, uh, and it's just SoundCloud. I'm like, okay, is that 426 or 429? I'm like, and then adding up Spotify and then adding up Anchor. I'm just like, what? To put, <laughs> to put in perspective, if you don't pay attention, like our t- before that, our highest watch one was like Boomerang. Right. And that was at like what two fifty something that, like that. And that's just at SoundCloud it, alone. Yeah, just SoundCloud. Because most of our, because the only ones I look like like SoundCloud, I see those numbers. Most of our other high ones is like you know Matrix Reloaded, I think um, Fast Six, and like Rocky It's like in like the like the hundreds. Yeah, let me see. I can look at it right now while we on here. See what the top ones are. The top ones are because I looked at that shit the other day. I was like, this is just weird. So it's Man with the Iron Fist. Uh, that's not me and you. Yeah, I know movies of Man with Iron Fist, Boomerang. I think either Matrix Reloaded or Rocky. It's like like number three. 
I'm about to get um, like it's funny how many more people listen yeah. to me remember the Matrix. So it's the top three are Mayor the Iron Fist, Boomerang, and Rocky One right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah I remember that, Rocky One. I remember about the Fast and Furious. I think Fast Six had the most, and then Tokyo Drift, and then I know no. <laughs> actually <laughs> the review. The review of Fast Nine. Oh, that's right. That little trailer, because like, oh yeah, they get to talk for twenty minutes. That shit popped because we did it right. The trailer drop. Yeah. Then we got pushed back. Ain't that a bitch? But when you get to movies, it's it's Tokyo, which is funny because it had moved and it went back up again. But then if I add up everything, yeah, I'm I'm glad we're wrapping up. I hate all these people who like Tokyo Drift. No. Fuck all y'all. Yes, it's the bridge movie, man. It's the bridge. Like, it's, everything goes back to that movie, and I think drift. that's what... What's Drift? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to... Fa- man, I wish we had got Fast 9 this year. Gotta wait next year, though. He's gonna pop up. He's still getting checks. Yeah. I, Good, you know, they just bringing everybody back. Talking about yeah, And... Before we go, and we said like three times, Hobbs and Shaw have been on rotations on, on cable. I think on like HBO or Cinemax. It still holds up. Um, and I still say it doesn't feel like a Fast and Furious movie. It feels like an action movie with Jason Statham and Rock. Yeah. But it's, I- one, it's funnier than those movies, and the action's, and the action's better. But it don't feel like a Fast and Furious movie. That makes sense because like it's not an ensemble thing. It's just you know, it's a buddy cop movie. Yeah, it's just them too. So yeah, it's, it still hold up. I watch it it's when just, I see it. It's just enough of Kevin Hart that he's not annoying. Because <laughs> like Kevin, no, Kevin Hart's fine when it's toned down. Kevin Hart, yeah, like sixty-five, seventy percent. And you know, funny thing, I was listening to um the podcast rewatch where they was doing forty-year-old virgin, mm-hmm. and it was saying one of the things they have. Romany Malco was kind of like he was the shining star of that movie, and he got pushed out of the paint by Kevin Hart. Yeah, with that one scene. That one scene. Yeah, because it's kind of like you know, because we got what happened to Romany Malco. Like, yeah, Kevin Hart happened. Same thing happened to Cat Williams. Like, Kevin Hart doesn't have a career if Cat Williams don't lose his mind. Yeah, because um, Cat Williams was like the top. It was same thing. I call Cat Williams and Tony Jaa the same thing. I'm at the top of the top of the food chain. I'm going through some stuff. I slide out the paint, and somebody worse takes my spot. Yeah. I mean, and oh my goodness, talk about a movie that still holds up. Forty Year Old Virgin is just like that movie. That I'm like, yeah, I don't that know why. Flare. I don't you know re- why. Cause the look at the talent. Yeah. You, like up and down, just. You got Steve Carell, Paul Rudd, and Seth Rogen. In their prime. And they not even in prime. Not like, even in prime. Yeah, you're right. Steve Carell won't like, even like the damn you got you basically got the OKC Thunder. Yeah, there you go. That works. Not in their prime, but like you could tell there's something all there. Coming up. Romany Malco. You got a Kevin Hart. You got Jane Lynch. Um, you got Elizabeth Banks. Like you up and down the roster. You just got a whole bunch of funny people just being funny. Yeah. And, and it's and sweet and it's like yeah I I saw a four year old girl like I think like a month after in the movie theater and I saw like like six seven people in the theater and I was I was laughing my ass off same 
I went to the movie scene and I loved it. And when it came out, you anytime somebody was, what you doing? Oh, I'm watching 40 year old version. I had the DVD. I was like, yeah, this shit is just funny, yo. It was just dead ass funny. And I, this is the, okay. I know you get older, you, you know, get perspective and you want to start doing different things. And I think Judd up, up to had a run where it was like, he couldn't miss. And then to eventually, I mean, he missed for me. He may not miss. I know critics and people still enjoy some of his stuff that he put out, but yeah, this is the one I'll put at the top as far as, you know, he had him having any involvement with this is I super mean, bad. You can put this super bad and knocked up. And yeah. Which I, which you know what? I always, I watched super bad. I think like a couple of weeks ago and I was just thinking, I was like, Oh, I don't think it's going to age. But I'm just like, no, it still holds up because yeah, it was, it was different time and you know, I, certain stuff. I couldn't didn't get... see it super bad for the first time until this year. Oh, for real? Wow. Yeah. I, I like I see Step Brothers for the first time till this year. Oh my god! Because everybody kept saying how <laughs> funny it was. I finally got it, and watched it, and I'm like, yes, they were right. And <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I the funny thing is, I love Will Ferrell. Um, like I like Tyler, like I love Tyler Diggin Knights. That's the, that's probably my favorite one. He's done. like, yeah. even that Lifetime. You, you see that Lifetime movie he did? No. Yeah. One day we need to do that. No, we don't. I, I I have a okay. I have this theory about Will Ferrell, and it's not it's not a knock on him. It's just it is what it is. He's in that Adam Sandler phase now, yeah, which is fine. You know where Adam nah, Sandler would insult. No, you know no, why? No, hear me uh, out first. Hear I me will out. Say this because he experiments more without the, but actually still be himself. Like he'll do something like Eurovision. He'll do something like a lifetime movie and play it straight. The only time Adam Sandler experiments, like I'm gonna be an asshole. No, no, no. That's I'm, not. That's not I'm what I'm saying. Gems, like no. I'm First just time, Adam Sandler. Just when the last time Adam Sandler did a comedy that was that you liked. That and this is what I'm saying personally for me. I haven't seen a Will Ferrell movie in a while. Anything that he's done that I've liked, like I, the Watson thing, I was just like, "Oh boy, this is this is not what I thought it was going to be." But it, even I'm trying to think, the other guys, it was. I, it's I love the other. Like, yeah, it got parts. It got parts. I like certain things in it. Don't, don't hate on Gator. <laughs> that, that was funny. <laughs> and Mark call that Mark Wahlberg the Yankee Clipper because he shot Terry. You fucking got Samuel Jackson, Jackson and The Rock in the movie, and they're barely in the movie. I'm just like, what they, is they happening? Die. They die like the first 15 <laughs> minutes. I was like, how did they get these two in here to just do this? Like, and they were just gone. No, but um, I I say Will Ferrell is more. He has a wider range than Adam Sandler. I like Adam Sandler too, but I, I seen some stink of the Adam. Sandler. I remember I went to see Pixels. In oh the God! Movie just look at some of his Netflix shit. That's what did that. I, 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 watch none of his, I ain't watching none of his Netflix stuff. I'm like, nope. And uh, it's just not. I mean, it's not for me. And I saw Uncut Joe. Oh, it's a classic. No, people I, need to stop I'm saying like, that too. The fuck! It's just. It's just. It's just a bunch of like what? I know you fucked the weekend. I, like, I, I, I made the comment the only reason they like it is one he not doing his silly voices and cause Julia Fox was a white girl with a big butt that's that's the main and people don't want to admit it cause I'm like and that's also true. Watch the movie with it. five minutes is real noticeable and it's like he just scamming 
I got conflict diamonds and I'm going to sell that. If I need the collateral, so I'm going to take Kevin Garnett's ring. He going to let me hold it. And I'm going to sell that, take that money to buy this. I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's not an enjoy. It's, Nothing enjoyable about that. We might him like Kim Garnett would have shot him. And the fact, and the fact that uh, I think a couple of months ago we talked about it, and I'm just like, yo, and people were like, well, I enjoyed it for what it was. What was it? It was just a bunch of noise to me. It was bullshit. That's what it was. People like. People like scammers, and people like angry scamming shit. That's why they like that. Nah, I'm just. Look, you know what I'm hearing it from too. A lot of black people. I'm like, you do know that we that district area is run. You don't see too many people, black people in that district area. So I don't they know call, why you, they call the cops when we down there. They, believe me, and I it's know. Keep, it's a reason to keep Stanfield work for Adam Sandler, not the other way around. It's like, come on now. Have we don't want to be on our own the hurt business vibe, but have some pride in yourself, brother. <laughs> On that note, we can call it a night. Yeah, we'll get up out of here. Anyway, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter and Facebook. The Real Jeff versus the World on Instagram. If you want to follow Shahid, you can follow him or at Philly Drugs. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. His government name is it your government name? My guess is my government name, and yes, that is my actual government name. Oh well, if you know, you know. Yeah, my government name ain't Mike. Brown and I changed it. <laughs> if you can find him, you can find him. I'm not even gonna give it out. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. Let him be at peace with it. And I will say one thing, because Cam a joke talking about how they had somebody from 1959 had a 2020 physique and he let that slide on Lovecraft Country. I'm like, why are people act like nobody, nobody had abs in like 1988? Like Muhammad Ali was alive back then. Last time I checked, and he kind of looked like that. You do, you do have a point. Man, was he and I'm like, we talk about a movie with I don't know magic. So somebody having a sharecropper body ain't that you know out. It's not that surprising. Yeah, damn, I gotta watch the new episode. I gotta show to do tomorrow. But anyway, yeah, uh, we gonna get up out of here. So next week we on the Patreon side. Uh, until then, we out. Peace.